Hello, everybody! Welcome to our episode of WandaVision for Cult of Comics. I'm your host, Tyler. This is my co-host team, Sean. Hello. Hi. Josh, hello. hello. How you guys doing? Not too bad. Not excellent, too bad. Excellent. Uh, welcome, guys, gals, non-binary pals, uh, to this very special, uh, first special episode of Cult of Comics uh, featuring... Uh, WandaVision, where we're going to co- uh, cover uh, episodes one, possibly two, uh, and talk about uh, some of the things that have been going on with it. Obviously, Friday. this just came out uh, the 15th? Friday. Yeah, yeah, Friday. So fairly recently, so there's a lot to unpack here, but there's already been a lot of talk, a lot of conversation. Um, going into it, um, what did you guys think about the, uh, about the show? Start. I mean, I, I like how they're weaving in the different references yeah and you know they're really synthesizing the tv shows of the specific era they're doing each episode mm. was that a pun yeah Are you synthesizing it could be that was, that was, that was good <laughs> um yeah i think it's definitely a slow burn story and i think as it goes on it might it will hopefully mm. pick I up love it. in the sort of pace of a story but yeah yeah. I really enjoyed it, but uh, I think this is the kind of show that might binge better. Man, I loved everything about this. This is everything that I could want. Uh, actually, I, this I didn't even know I wanted this until I, uh, I saw it. someone who hasn't read any of like, the Wanda or Vision comics, Avengers, or anything like that, there's some stuff that kind of flew over my head. A lot of references and mm-hmm. the reason certain things were done in the actual storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... You know, having watched all of like the Marvel yeah. movies and some of the TV shows, I was able to you know grasp a lot of the stuff. Well, this is maybe more to go and read Tom King's Vision Run now. I actually haven't read that yet, but I've heard nothing but no, good neither things. I've read the first issue, and that first issue hooked me pretty good. Um, but I <laughs> not not good enough to continue. Past no, issue uh, one. no, it sold out. <laughs> I couldn't get any of the other singles, oh, okay. and I kept saying I really want to get these yeah. singles to complete the collection, but they just so popped, Tyler, popped, you were saying out. you know if somebody had red house of m a lot more of this stuff would make sense like they would kind of know the underlying story yes spoilers for the episodes and house of m going forward there is it's not just um house of m actually it's it's kind of a condensing of a lot of the uh vision and wanda maximoff storylines in general um but there's little uh subtle details within the uh show that you pick up on um uh, do we want to go into that first, or do you want to talk about the cinematography? I know you yeah. want to talk about that yeah, as we well. Can talk about that, and then we can talk about more spoilery things. Okay. Yeah. So, well, uh, so you wanted to bring up the styles of which yeah. it was filmed. Well, I they just jump right in at the very beginning with the title card, Marvel Studios. They transition mm-hmm. from the uh, the current lead-in, showing Marvel Studios to a you know grayscale Marvel Studios that you might see for a title card of a show back in i think this is supposed to be the 50s yeah. starting with uh you know kind of mimicking i love lucy mm-hmm. you know you got the happy couple they're doing what is that single yes, camera um it is so it's not just i love lucy it's also mimicking um bewitched i dream of Genie. well i dream of genie was well, a little bit later but yeah. um yeah bewitched and i dream of genie are more episode two yeah i would say so and i th- the 60s the, um there's actually a reference maybe the uh honeymooners uh right? yeah you know i could see that um because of the shots in the kitchen and everything but um 
This feels like it's when you think about the 1950s and uh, you know love stories uh, for shows like this. I mean, the ideal like the the characterization is it's the ideal home with a family that's either getting started or has existed and wacky hijinks are going to ensue. But the, the setting is like the perfect structure. You know, it's the dream of owning the house with the yard and everything. And, um, yeah, American, I don't want to get too like caught up in my own asshole about like the details about like why the 1950s ended up being that way. But the oversimplification, uh, is because post-World War II, a lot of money was coming out of uh, in and out of America, and that's why the working class nuclear family was so wealthy and well off. So that's where that kind of romanticization comes from. Um, and the stuff that you see in I Love Lucy and in Bewitched is very much seen in this. Um, so that is actually going to be something I'm going to tie into the House of M stuff that we're going to talk about. So I'll wait, but just remember. Um, there was a reason why, in my mind, they chose the 1950s uh, shows like this because it's it's a dreamlike state. Um, as far as the yeah, cinematography and everything, each episode is supposed to be a different decade. Really? So they're they're working their way kind of forward. Yeah, well, like, episode two was kind of was 60s. The, yeah, they move from the 50s to the 60s. Episode three looks like they're moving into the 70s really? when they got color vision. Yeah, at some point they're going to do a 90s episode and they're going to base it off of maybe like, it'd be really great if the 90s episode uh, mimicked Full mm-hmm. House because Elizabeth Olsen's sisters, sure. Kate and Ashley were in that. That, That'd be that would be really good. Tease, Easter egg. Um, the thing that I noticed for as far as cinematography is that, so I'm happy that they were able to stick with digital and create the effects, but the lighting on this was phenomenal. It's, it's emulates it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, it is pretty bright. Yeah, the... I was going to say they uh, made Paul Bettany's vision makeup blue for the black and white episodes because the it showed up back from oh, the yeah. filters. That's interesting. Yeah, in the red paint. Yeah, same with uh, you know if you've ever seen a color picture of the Monsters TV. Oh God, it's so good. <gasps> Have you seen the uh, color pictures of um, Adam's family? Adam's it's all pink. <sighs> yeah, that, yeah, Monsters too. That's so funny. It's about the same. That's just so funny. Yeah, they almost. So they almost keep the uh, camera fixed. The camera yeah, doesn't really it, it move does the, left or right very much. Just very yeah. little bit. It kind of does the typical sitcom thing of like the three camera format. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that changes with uh, in the, the first episode yeah. where uh, Vision's Vision's boss, air quotes here, uh, comes yeah, and visits yeah. and everything, and then suddenly there's that camera angle. Oh, I love when they did so that change. good. Yeah. It changes. It changes to single camera, and it's much more modern technique. Absolutely. No, and this is going to be a thing that we're the lighting yes. changes. Yes, too. yes. Like it's just a bit darker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the name of that actress uh, from that '70s show? She... Deborah Jo. I Rupp. love her. That was yeah. such a good. Yes. Like I didn't know she was going to be in this. This was so hilarious to see. Yeah, I I think I saw her name in the credits somewhere, and I'm like, oh. It's amazing that uh, they were able to get her in for this because she fits that role really well, even if it's minute. Yeah. Well, she showed up in episode two as well in a small role, but she was present. Yeah, yeah. she's she's definitely yeah. recurring in this. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's- yeah, I think all the actors did a great job with this kind of 50s cheesy yeah. acting. Yeah. Did you guys notice the uh, transitions at the end uh, as he uses the former remote? 
he's the one who turned off the thing. Yeah, I saw that he, I think it was the second episode that I noticed he was holding the remote. I noticed it in the first episode as it transitioned out, and then you saw the shot. Did you see who's monitoring them? I did not. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've read up on that. Okay, so for people who uh, have watched the episode and want to continue moving forward, cool. For people who haven't watched it, pause it or something. Now. Um, so yeah, or just don't watch it. Why are you watching this episode? Go watch the fucking show. Yeah, um, spoilers for show. Yeah. Full spoilers, yeah. <laughs> First episode's only 22 minutes. You like, nine it, episodes it's the MCU. You're going to watch it. So yeah. Who are yeah. we joking? Yeah. Ten episodes? I think so. It's nine. nine it's nine. So right. Could be it's ten. obviously Could be Sword inch. monitoring them. And oh, yeah, yeah, Sword. Yeah. I, I didn't know that Sword used the hexagon. I always thought there was just you know something like the Jedi Temple symbol. So the symbol is mostly... I see the sword off yes. to the side that looks like the Jedi Order kind of... I can see that. Whatever symbol. I can see that. Um, I feel like mm-hmm. uh, the big thing that I noticed for the transition out was seeing the sword symbol, but also seeing um, the backdrop of, drop of what the technology is and like them monitoring it. Did you notice that the camera, yeah. the, the television that they're watching is watching them and it seems like it's either... like. Wanda's probably like in a tent or something of her own creation or something of that sort. Yeah. yeah. Th- this is where we get into House of Yes. Um, so, okay. I think the easiest way for me to just explain this is House of M uh, was created because... Are you guys familiar with uh, the Wanda Maximoff history or anything? Vaguely. A little bit. Do you know about her kids? Vaguely. Yeah. She was pregnant and had kids, and those kids died. So oh, okay. she experienced trauma from that that caused her to want to... Sh- okay, so that was the That trauma. was the thing. So she shaped reality. She reshaped reality to her own will to create the new kids, but it started messing with um, what was going on around her, and that's what the, led up to the events of the Avengers Disassembled. Um, what happened there... And who was the... Hmm? The bad guy was, what, Satan or Mephisto? She or tried to make it seem like it was Mephisto or something like that. Um, okay, because I had one of the, th- you know, spoiler things that I had been reading was, like, Satan or Mephisto had, you know, taken on the form of her kids or something like that. Oh, you're talking about with the death. Uh, no? She, you know, when she reshaped the world and got her so kids So when back. she reshaped the world and got her kids back, there was a lot of conflict about what was going on with that. All that we really knew what was happening was there was the end of the uh, Chuck Dixon run on Avengers, then it leads up to Bendis' uh, Avengers Disassembled. So she's reshaping reality. The Avengers are catching on to that something's going on. Um, so, so she makes She-Hulk go crazy and start rampaging everywhere. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that I remember is her basically saying, like, no more That's mutants. later on. So what happens is okay. um, she, and this is fucked up, she kills Vision, makes him explode everywhere. Doctor Strange has to come in and then is like, "What? Well, look, I, I'm here to try to fix him, figure out what's going on here. Avengers is like, we're under attack. We need to figure out what's going on. Maybe her um, chaos magic is something to do with this. And then Doctor Strange says, what? What are you talking about? This is where this is going to get tied with the upcoming Doctor Strange movie. Doctor Strange comes in and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've studied every magic in the world and there's nothing out there called chaos magic. So then everyone goes, oh, Mm -hmm. click. It's Wanda. Something's happened here. So Charles Xavier comes in with Magneto and they try to uh, talk to her. She's gone full crazy. She escapes. 
Uh, I'm sorry, she doesn't escape. She gets taken away for a little bit, lives off in her own little world. They're going to try to, like, recover her mentally. Then that leads into uh, New Avengers with the disassembling of the original lineup of the Avengers. Fast forward, when we uh, lead up to uh, House of M, Magneto visits her and is saying, stop trying to change reality. Stop warping the world around you. You're making things harder for us. You're making it harder for yourself. And she's sitting there coddling her, her children that are not really there. There's this conflict that happens uh, between her and the Avengers. And then she creates a world where every single person is a mutant. So it's a new reality, a new vision of the world where every person uh, there has some sort of different abilities. And if you aren't a mutant, it's typically pretty taboo. Um, this leads into some side stories that I'm a really big fan of, one of which was uh, the discovery that Peter Parker is not a mutant and therefore a fraud. He goes insane and becomes both Spider-Man and Green Goblin. But with the conflict of what's going on, there are some characters who do have a memory of what it was like outside of uh, this world of mutants. They call it House of M because it's the House of Magneto. He's the one who's been basically... Yep. leading up and also maximoff for the last name who in like normal continuity is the father of absolutely Max. well so that was changed recently because of the uh rick remender run uh and also at i yeah. think it was secret origins previously yeah. um but i think that's going to get retconned so they can just be like no they're, they're mutants it's fine um yeah whenever they can start saying the yeah. word mutant what happens in uh, the fallout is when Wanda says no more mutants. And that's when I think 95% of the mutant population goes away. It's not that they die. It's that their powers disappear. People like Iceman lose their yeah. powers. And now there's this small collection of mutants that are left over. And the X-Men are trying to build a, a world from there. Um, yeah. This. It's a good way to introduce some new That's mutants, what people are talking about. With Obviously, the mutants, with, and then with the. Um, whittle it all down. The trailer that came out. There's a part in the trailer where she's uh, causing a bottle of wine to pour into a glass, and it says uh, in French, House of M something, but... Misery. Misery. Wow. That was this episode. <laughs> that was the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so the that's the first hint that okay, we get Okay, so we're back to WandaVision. Yes. Yeah, there are a lot of hints in this episode and in the next episode that, you know, she's kind of forming the Absolutely. reality around her, and maybe Vision is... Yeah. controlling it to some extent because in the her memories and her you know people that she's yeah when she's when the boss is choking it's like vision's waiting for an order yes. as soon as she's like go vision help him that's when he snaps into action absolutely did you also notice kind of held in place that when they were having that conversation she looks confused but they had vision facing away so there was no description in his face that was yeah. a choice yeah I thought it was kind of odd that, uh, you know what, I don't know what her character name is, but, you know, Deborah Jo Rupp, as soon as, you know, they save the boss from choking, she, like, almost fast forwards, like, she eats the entire meal, like, real quick while he's, you know, standing back up mm -hmm. and recovering. Like, he's like, oh, okay, well, time to go, and she's just been, like, shoveling the food into her mouth. Um, like, oh, I gotta eat all this It was food Mr. Quick. and Mrs. Hart. That's the Hart, only name right. we've got for them thus far. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So the Wanda's memories that are being uh, integrated into the show, into the reality. 
I there's a couple of them. So there's the uh, Sarkovian hello, where you know they put the hands over the eyes. They said that was reminiscent of uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron when she gets behind Tony Stark and is you know altering his memories or you know inspiring yeah. him to save the world. Which I think is kind of a reach, but I mean I guess I wouldn't necessarily put it past uh marvel to do something like that because they are cheeky like that but i if that's true that's i like that that's clever um yeah so there's the commercial yeah the big the big scene in the middle yeah of each episode so this time was a stark industries toaster Mm -hmm. for the first one and then in the second one there was a watch with a hydra symbol on it yep and it was it was a strucker watch oh it was so these are all also connected to Wanda. Somebody had mentioned that the uh, the red beeping dot on the toaster might have been like the live bomb that, you know, when they were yeah, exactly. as kids, they were buried under rubble and they basically had to stay still because there was a live bomb next to them. They said that might have been... You know, yeah, because someone pointed out that the, the red light's beeping and it's like it's like amping up as if it's going to do something. And then it just sort of... And then nothing yeah. happens. Interesting. I didn't think and someone that. also pointed out, could the two actors in the Stark advert rec- uh, represent her parents? Ah. Maybe. That would be interesting. This is... And with the um, ad- with the commercial in the second episode as well, it's mm-hmm. like it's representing her trauma, if it does keep up this trend. Sure. Because you had the mm-hmm. bomb in the first one with the toaster making the sound. Yeah. Then you've so got her being tortured by Hydra one... and Strucker. Yeah, maybe the next one it'll be, you know... It could be her blowing up the building in Civil War. Or her, yeah, her Quicksilver dying, yeah, absolutely. And then as well in Civil War when she accidentally blew up that building with crossbones. Oh, okay. We could see this stuff come up in future advertisements sort of being teased. Before we go uh, into more about this, I just want to say something really quick. I love that there's a this is a show inside of a show. I love it because episode two had me laughing so hard. Uh... And it actually did feel yeah. like an oh, old yeah. school sitcom that felt genuine. But oh, I'm yeah. sitting there like I'm enjoying this, but yeah. I'm also looking for all the other stuff. Like I'm not bored about anything about this. This is an entertaining, yeah, engaging show. It's not. It was not what I no, expected. Not at all. No. I expected them to kind of really jump into it, but they're kind of. I expected there to be a lot more back and forth with like it. modern day and sitcom stuff. I was expecting it not just to be a little well, they're, tease. They're at the also, end of the episode. you know. They're not aware yet that they are in a TV well, show. Well, yeah. they. For all we know, Wanda's the one who's in charge. Vis- yeah, there is one thing she I want to mention. Forget. Yeah, because Vision is dead at this point. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, there's a little detail when he's doing the magic act in the second episode. He says, I'm an illusion. Oh. Mm-hmm. You're right. Wow, good point. Okay. Um, did you... Mm-hmm. The article that you posted commented that Jimmy Woo was the one who was calling for Wanda in the radio. I didn't really yeah. pick up on that. I thought that that was just another member. I, I couldn't Not tell who it was, but they they said it was him. You... So he's... Yeah, he's he's he credited in the episode as well. Oh, okay. I mean, On okay. IMDb, he's credited in the episode. I uh, and... should have looked for that then. Ooh. Yeah, okay. uh, there's just one thing I want yeah, to they... mention about episode one before we move on is in the sort of opening scene of them in the kitchen, um, she smashes a plate over his head, mm-hmm. and she says, mm-hmm. "Oh, my husband and his indestructible head." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, his head was far from in. Oh, because he. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense because his fucking head got ripped off by Thanos. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Rip vision. Damn. All right. Good. Pl- oh man, I missed that entirely. I slept. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. So episode two, uh, they do the Marvel Studios title card again, but they don't do anything special with this. I thought they would have, you know, what? done something. But they did an opening credits. What do you mean they didn't do anything special with it? Well, like it just says Marvel Studios. It's the regular red and so, silver. Okay, I see what you're saying. In the episode one, they went yeah, you know, black yeah, and yeah, white, yeah. made it look like an I Love Lucy's title um, Well, that was actually uh, referencing like Bewitched, a... which, by the way, was hilarious because this one actually felt more like uh, I Love Lucy than Bewitched. Um, yeah. So. Well, they do the credits they like do. that, too. Did you notice there? Well, you guys probably don't know about this. So I had an ex who was really big into I Love Lucy, uh, like so so much that it was a little weird. I've known a girl or two. Yeah. The sequence where they have the two separate beds was actually because of a censorship thing. That mm-hmm. was an old thing from uh, the 1950s because it was too insinuatory, uh, and then they kind of like say "fuck you" by making merging the beds together like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're jumping forward mm-hmm. in time. You've got to love some of these old-timey logic censorship laws. It doesn't really make like, a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. No, like, they're married. Like, in some TV shows, they've had kids, so they've clearly done the deed. But they're not allowed to be in the same bed. Well, it's insinuate. Well, she's... At the end of the episode, she's... Oh, yeah, preggers. Yeah. Which, yeah. Instantly by the pregnant. way, I... How does she get pregnant when they're in separate beds? <laughs> So this is the they do it in the shower like this is a, this is why I think that personally it's tied to the whole House of M Avengers disassembled thing is I think that she's mm-hmm. making herself pregnant with his baby yeah I think this is all a facade inside of her head like she's lost her mind she's warping reality because of her powers and has made Vision and the baby and everything about it this is all one big creation yeah. for well, her yeah she's clearly in some whether it's a coma or a simulation or she's created her own little bubble world in the main universe. She's definitely, this is all her creation. I believe. What do you guys think? Who do you think is the beekeeper? So someone said that might've been a hive member. That's just been made to make sense as a oh, beekeeper. Oh, hive. Or just somebody in a hazmat suit. Just yeah, like I've seen some suit. people say that it's doesn't like... make sense for what's going on here. Maybe a beekeeper. I got it. Sense. We don't want to break it's the aim. illusion. I was about to say aim. That's that's yes. It. It, think, okay, because it's got like the radioactive. Well, side. that, but yeah. also the wait. Hive is DC, isn't huh? it? Hive is DC, or is there a hive in uh, Marvel? Uh, as well? I don't know, but I know that. Okay, so here's my logic. There's a Hydra symbol okay. on the watch, and aim is tied to Hydra. That's my logic right there. That's all. That's all I got so far. Yeah, and but the also fact the, the beekeeper suit is very similar to the. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Who's in charge of AIM? Uh... In the MCU, it was Aldrich Killian in Iron Man Three. Oh yeah, AIM was referenced in Iron Man Three. That wouldn't make sense to bring him into this. Yeah. Uh. So in the. The kind of bewitch style credits. There's the shot at the. Uh, uh, grocery mm-hmm. store and in the back there's a couple easter eggs there they they have the auntie a's kitty litter someone had said that was supposed to be agatha hmm. something 
another villain. Hmm. I don't know. Let me check that real quick. Hmm. So what do you think? Um, do you think this is actually going to be a lead up to the whole like mutants thing? Or do you think that that's kind of a far-fetched stretch? It, I wouldn't put anything out of bounds right now. It's possible. But I think the this must have been in the works before the Fox merger. This? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I know. I think so. The MCU's planned out pretty far in advance. Okay, yeah, sure. They've had time. Well, yeah, it, it, they could be doing it. I wouldn't put it past them. I'm not going to put that out just because the pandemic happened, obviously, so... Yeah. We... Yeah, because um, Winter Soldier Falcon was supposed to come first. Agatha Harkness. Bova and Which Agatha was referenced Harkness. in the uh, opening sequence. Go ahead, Sean. Um, Winter Soldier Falcon was supposed to come out before this show, but because of the pandemic, it got pushed back and WandaVision was bumped up to first. Hmm. Okay. So, I don't know. Um, but yeah, one thing I want to point out is... Um, let me just double check this before I say it, actually. Someone else speak. Okay. Um, okay. So we've made it past the credits. We're in a kind of bewitch-styled thing. There's a big, you know, magic show, fundraiser for the kids, but you never see kids. Oh, oh, shit. That's a good point. It's all parents and adults. For the kids. I mean, he goes to a uh, he goes to a library. There's a you know meeting for the uh, like neighborhood watch, and it's just yeah the public library. He goes to the Westview Public Library, and there's there's no kids in there. It's just a bunch of adults meeting. Yeah, and I've seen someone point out that him going to a security meeting is this something to do with? Is there some great meaning to that? Such as them trying to get past Vision's firewall or something. Well, this the the Ooh. toy helicopter okay. was definitely like a drone or something of swords that got yeah. caught. Something that had to be explained yeah. away. So yeah, it was a toy. Yeah. I don't know why it's in color. Oh well, because that's um, uh, outside of the realm of her fictional fantasy world. So because of that, that's why she yeah. adapted it all to colors because she's trying to compensate and then find new ways to make her own reality yeah. become something more logical yeah. and this helicopter has the sword symbol on it as well yeah um and i'll just say um geraldine the character we're introduced to in episode two is uh, yep monica rambo yep what who was the geraldine that's the one who gets sort is of, that's, that's her she's gonna play the little girl from captain yeah. marvel growing up yeah yeah Tiana Paris is going to play Cap. Is going to play. I mean, I knew that she was going to show Monica up, but man, that, I'm excited. I didn't real. I didn't catch that. So she's already there. Yeah, and we have Darcy showing up next episode. <sighs> okay. And Thor. Okay. 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 <laughs> Ty's freaking out now. It's okay. I just get really excited about this stuff. I can't just help breathe. it. Um. Just breathe. Breathe. It's okay. <laughs> um. Man, I, okay, so speculation. Do you think that she was pregnant and had a miscarriage in between whatever? Quite possibly, yeah. Do you think so? Because okay, if if Vision could not because they maybe... they were off banging in at the opening of Infinity War. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I was thinking about that yeah. in specific, where they were just off, you know, living their romantic life, and he is a. 
essentially a living thing because that was the whole point of Age of Ultron was this machine creates living tissue. Oh shit! So you're right. He he is essentially not a robot. He's it's a possible. He's a clone base. Well, he's kind of. He's a. Um, he's a life form. Yeah, he's a biological robot. So it's possible he could have reproductive parts. I. They're gonna have kids anyway. They're, you know, shoehorning that in for the next episode. They're gonna be like, you guys have kids. So now? we already know that Sam Jackson is gonna be coming back for one of the Disney Plus shows. So do you think he's gonna show up in this since Swords here? He could do because that was what they were was teasing in Far From Home. Yeah. Hmm. All right. That's the only thing yeah, I, I can do. Just think want of. to say. So uh, Paul Bettany's acting after he swallowed the chewing gum oh, really so made me laugh. He he was hamming it up just, to the extreme. So goddamn funny. Just what would happen if you know the husband had to do a whole show drunk? Yeah. That's what I'm it's saying. So this show funny. is really funny. And he like introduced his friend. He was like, "This is my good friend Sherbert." Over his friend stood up and he's like, "Herbert, hello." <laughs> It was so good. I'm I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, and I, so he, he makes him draw a card out, and it's the last yeah. card in the deck. Even though it was pushed to the middle somewhere, it found its way to the bottom. Oh, that's my card. Um, well, fine. Here you go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This. Oh, yeah, that whole scene was great. And I, I, it did make me laugh when Wanda was using her real magic to seem to make the other stuff seem fake. It was so good. And that that guy who was like, that that, that was my piano. <laughs> that was my grandmother's yeah. piano. And did you catch that one guy that's just kind of the laughing stock every episode? Apparently, <laughs> it's his mustache. Did you guys catch the um, "How I Met Your Mother" reference? No. Go on. Um, you know, in "How I Met Your Mother," Robin's workmate Patrice, who's always like, "Shut up, Patrice." Oh yeah. Yeah, she was in this as Bev, and when she's like, "Is that how mirrors work?" <sighs> the person's like, "Shut up, Bev." I thought I recognized okay. her. I didn't rec- I didn't pick that up at all. Yeah, I, I, I picked up that she was Patrice in How I Met Your Mother, but I saw someone on Reddit point out that they said the same line to her. Okay. Um, oh, it was like, no one asked you, Patrice. Yeah. <laughs> so here's my recommendation to the both of you at this point, before the next episode comes out. Go read Avengers Disassembled. It's a short story. Go read House of M. You don't need to read very much anything else. Get back to me. I want to know what your thoughts are. I'm going to go read the uh, Tom King Vision storyline. And then we'll be all caught up on that. Because I, I want to know what's going on like as far as like the Vision references. I know that there was a point where Paul Bettany's opening with like the Bewitched kind of style one where he's phasing through the floor. There was yeah. a, a helmet um, and it was the Grim Reaper's uh, helmet. Which, that's Wonder Man's brother, right? I do not know. Uh, yeah, that was in the spoilers thing. Something like that. Which, by the way, Wonder Man. Come on, guys. Marvel, get get on that horse and bring me some Wonder Man. I love Wonder Man. Wonder Man and Wonder, Wonder Bo- Boy. Wonder Boy. Yes. And just one more thing I'll shout out is Catherine, Catherine Hahn's acting as well was great in this. She really suits that sort of hammy cheesy. Yeah, she Who? definitely... I mean, they can all really match that... Yeah. era of television i saw someone point she out that does she, the run around yeah i saw someone she point runs out around everybody yeah um someone said that she's basically playing her parks and rec character just in the 50s okay yeah. well, i mean Catherine Hahn does that in a couple yeah, different i things. like her yeah 
So um, we're yeah. running out of time, so I think we're going to wrap that up there and just say uh, thanks for watching. Uh, give us a shout-out on social media. You can find me on Twitter at TCH Brown. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SeanWalsh747. You can find me on the subreddit that may or may not exist. <laughs> He's a man of mystery when it comes to social media. Um, he has no online presence at all. No, not really. I mean, he's oh, just... I don't even know your last name, man. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a question mark. Just who even knows? <laughs> On his birth certificate, passport, everything, there's just a question mark there. Josh? Josh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing your nickname to Josh? That's all it's going to be from now on. Mm-hmm. Um... Great. Thanks for watching. Uh, give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Give us a like, give us a share, and uh, give us a dollar when you can. We want your money. Mm-hmm. Thanks for watching. Anything money, else money, we want to add, guys? Uh, stay tuned for next week's episode. Stay tuned for next we'll week's episode. We'll be posting a yep. review. Take care, yep. guys. Mm-hmm. All hail. Peace out. Cool. All hail.